Hello, and welcome back to the Strong with Julie podcast. I am your host, Julie, Julie XFit on Instagram. And guys, I am so excited to be back on the Strong with Julie podcast and in your ears because life has been crazy. If you're new here, again, my name is Julie. I'm 22 years old. I currently live in Florida. I live in Fort Myers, and I used to live in Connecticut, and I moved down here about three months ago for a new job opportunity. I'm working in tech sales at Gartner, and I am doing that full-time as well as my online coaching business, creating content for you guys, and podcasting. I have a lot on my plate, but this is something I love doing and I love doing all of it. So I am going to make it work. Just took a little bit of time for me to set my routine into play. With that being said, this week's episode is going to be a life catch up. We are going to be talking all things personal and fitness questions and answers that you guys asked on my Instagram last week. So I have a list of those. I'm going to run through them and yeah, it's going to be a really fun episode. Before we do that, we are going to do the favorite and least faves of the week. You guys remember that segment? It's so much fun. Uh, and then also, if you're new here, make sure that you go back and watch some of my old episodes. A lot of them are super funny. Some of my faves, okay, are the, is the one with my mom. That one is super funny. If you need a laugh, a really good laugh. Okay, listen to that because it cracks me up every time I listen to it. Now that I'm in Florida and my mom's in Connecticut, I miss her all the time. And like sometimes I'll just pop that episode on. It's super cute. But that episode's great. Love the episode with Ashley, Izzy, Peyton. Um, yeah, Laura. Oh, such great episodes. It's so cool to have this little archive of long form content that I can share with you guys and even myself go back and learn something. I remember the episode with Alyssa. I learned so much about holistic nutrition and just being able to go re-listen is super cool. So definitely recommend doing that. But listen to this episode first because we are just going all over the place and I feel like you guys will get to know me better, especially with my new life in Florida catch you guys up on everything. There's a lot of updates. Oh my God. And also just some fitness questions because we are a health and fitness podcast where you're living health, healthy and happy lives. So we got to toss in some fitness there as well. So with that being said, let's get into my favorites of the week. My first favorite is not an actual item, okay? It's an experience, okay, guys? I am in love with Nashville, Tennessee. I want to live there. I left my heart and soul there last week. I need to back this up and fill you guys in, okay? So picture this. I'm in my apartment. It is Monday morning, okay? And we get news that Hurricane Ian is coming to Florida. And they said, okay, it's going to hit Tampa and Clearwater really bad. Stage five, is that what it's called? Category five hurricane. Okay, so they said that's going to hit Tampa and Clearwater. You guys need to evacuate. I'm down in Fort Myers, Naples area, uh, Bonita Springs. And they told us, nope, you guys are good, whatever. Tuesday morning we wake up. And then, so that was told, I found that out Monday. Well, we kind of made, we knew that it was going to happen, but we didn't know it was going to be so bad, so close. And then Tuesday morning, that everyone's evacuating, and I woke up with the worst feeling in my stomach ever. And I'm telling you guys, I didn't know I had such good intuition. I have such good intuition. I was like, this is not good. We cannot do this. And I told my, well, you guys know him now, Brett. Okay, I said, Brett. We cannot stay in Florida anymore because I am scared 
of this hurricane and I just have a bad feeling about it. So within 30 minutes, I packed up everything. I messaged my manager. I was like, listen, I'm leaving. I'm evacuating Florida. This is going to be bad. I'm trying to persuade my roommate and all my friends to come with me. They're like, no, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, guys, this is not going to be good. We should leave because we're going to lose electricity too. We're going to get flooding bottom floor. Like we should just get out of here while we can and like make a little week trip out of it. Brett was the only person that was down. Okay. Of course he is. So we drove 15 hours, I believe, in, like, traffic. We had to also, so Fort Myers is on the west side as well as Tampa, and so since Tampa was evacuating, we couldn't go through Tampa because we're like, why would we go through Tampa? Because it's going to take forever because everyone's evacuating. So we went all the way to the east coast of Florida, picked up his mom also, okay, picked up his mom from Fort Lauderdale and then drove up the East Coast to Tennessee and stayed in Knoxville and worked for the week, okay? First of all, Knoxville is absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, more suburban area. And then on the weekend, I was like, we gotta go to Nashville, we're in Tennessee, okay? So on Friday, we booked a hotel in Tennessee and I loved it, okay? I did karaoke, I did bull riding, I got cowgirl boots, I got cowgirl hat. It was so amazing. So that is my highlight and favorite of the week. I just want to go back. Definitely one day in the far, 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 far future, I'm not ready now, bachelorette party is happening in Nashville, okay? I want to be one of those girls on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on the party bus in matching outfits and singing Beyonce, okay? That's my dream for my bachelorette party. So much fun. Luke Bryan Barr, Jason Aldean's, oh, amazing. Gotta go. A must-do trip. The vibes are different there. Now, with that being said, let's talk about my least favorite because that happened when I came home. Also, a little pit in my stomach felt super guilty because all my friends stayed and they like had no electricity and stuff. They ended up leaving back home on Friday, I believe, once it was safe to leave Florida. But I did feel a little guilty, but I really tried so hard. You can't, you can, what is it? You can give a horse water, but you can't make them drink it, something like that. I was telling them all the things. I, same thing with being a coach. I can tell you all the right things, but if you don't listen to me, if you don't do it, then nothing's going to happen, okay? So long tangent there. But least favorite is when I got home from the hurricane. So we ended up coming home on Monday. My apartment was flooded. Okay. So that stunk my closet, all my clothes were wet, my kitchen, everything was just flooded, like two inches of water. So they're redoing the walls and it's just been a mess. And I told myself when I got back, I'm going to do this 75 soft challenge. If you guys are new to the 75 soft challenge, it's on my Instagram. Basically my take on 75 hard, but more sustainable and something to just kickstart healthy habits again. So I told myself I'm going to do 75 soft and I, when I get back, I'm just going to get back into my routine, be disciplined, all that stuff. Get home, every single obstacle that could present itself did. So there's a boiler here, boiler alert here, can't drink the water, okay? I had no groceries, and when we got back, the grocery store was already closed because there was a timer, or there's a curfew at 6 o'clock now because of the destruction in the hurricane. They don't want people out after dark. So every external thing that could happen to cause an excuse happened, and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll just start 75 soft next week. No, 
I said, I committed to this, so I'm going to make it work. And you might as well commit to something when you're the least motivated, when the circumstances are the worst, and when you feel like you're not ready. Because, you know, when you commit at that moment, you know you can sustain it. When you commit at the times that you're not motivated, you know that you are building discipline and the confidence to continue doing that thing. But when you commit to something when you're so motivated, so, like, driven, so excited to see your goals, I mean, yeah, that's a great thing and I'm happy for you, but what happens when you wake up one day and you have a flat tire you can't make to the gym? Do you just say, oh, I'll just start again next week when I when my tire's fixed and I have more motivation? You know what I mean? Like, when you... So by me starting 75 Soft when all the circumstances were not in my favor, I was able to, you know, pivot and say, no, this is a lifestyle. This is a 75 Soft challenge that I want to be sustainable and balanced. And if I can't make it to the gym today, then I'm going to do a 30-minute home workout. Okay, if I can't get my steps outside today because it's pouring rain, hurricane, I'm going to clean my apartment and walk around and put my Apple Watch on and count my steps within my apartment and make it work. I'm going to make it happen. If I can't drink the water because of this boiler alert, I am going to go for a walk to Walmart that's about three miles away and I'm going to buy some gallons of water and I'm going to bring my little uh, wagon wheel and bring the gallons of water home because I'm going to make this happen. So when all those factors were pointing in the direction of start next week, I said, no, I'm going to start when it's hard because I know that hard times are going to come again and I want to be prepared to pivot and not quit. So pivoting and not quitting is the moral of my least favorite thing that actually turned into a good thing because I think I learned a lot and I learned to be patient because there's a lot of people walking in and out of my house this week with redoing the walls. I was also trying to work from home during this and I could sit here and complain and be like, oh, nothing's, it's all out of my control. Like I'll just start next week, whatever. But no, I'm gonna take responsibility from what for what I am capable of doing. And I'm just gonna make those factors work, not in my favor, but just work for me, not against me. So this is happening for me, not to me. Love that saying, okay. I'm done preaching. Shall we get into some of these fitness and personal questions? I'm so excited. And I feel like, so in these personal questions, I'll go like into deeper, greater detail about like the friends that I've made, the apartment, some updates, stuff like that. But I kind of dabbled in it here, like just mentioning my Tennessee trip and then my apartment. But yeah, let's get into these questions. What I'm thinking is we'll do maybe like one fitness, one personal and alternate them. You guys let me know how you like that. Obviously we'll have some guests on the show coming on soon, but for now, again, just a solo episode, just me in your ears. The first tip is, a, or not tip, sorry. First question, I'm sorry, I'm new here, a little rusty, okay? I've been podcast in a while. First tip is any tips on finding an apartment and making new friends after you move. So my situation is that I had never lived away from home before. So when I moved to Florida, I had never been to Fort Myers actually. I had just like moved here because of the job opportunity with Gartner. And what they did is they gave us a list of apartments that are kind of near office if we wanted to go into office. I have the luxury of working from home or going into the office. I can kind of be hybrid in that way. Sometimes I like to go in on Thursdays really just to see everyone but 
my situation was a lot either easier than what others would be because they gave us that list and then I went down the list I saw okay which makes the most sense for me I found out that a lot of the new hires for Gartner live at my apartment complex so I was like you know what best to go there because I'm bad at making friends anyway so I might as well be close to them because I know if I was in an apartment living by myself with none of the Gartner people that I probably would have a hard time making friends so I was like okay Julie we're gonna put ourselves in a social setting so that was step one for me now if you are someone that you are moving to a new place you don't know anyone you're looking for apartments what I would do is go on apartments.com honestly and just like keep refreshing it do your research make sure you like try to find someone that's like currently living there if you can and ask them questions do they like it how are the amenities get on the phone try to see the apartment before you move into it and like me i literally just moved i had never even seen the apartment before besides some pictures online but yeah that is my tip just do as much research as you possibly can and make sure that it's within your budget like at first when i was first moving out i thought Okay, I can totally afford a one-bedroom apartment. Yes, I can afford it with my new salary coming in, with online coaching, with my um, like social media, whatever. I can afford living alone, but I don't want to afford living alone and then have like no money to spend on like traveling or just going home, trips home, or buying clothes or buying groceries. You know what I mean? I just wanted to live really below my means. That way I could do different adventure fun stuff on the weekends and during my holidays. So that was kind of where my headspace is at, especially being so young. I'm only 22. Like, let's save as much money here as we can. And if having a roommate is what's going to help that, then that's what I'll do. Plus, Again, not good at making friends. I wanted a roommate because a roommate is a built-in friend. And I'm lucky enough to have a roommate who was a part of my work group me. So we made like a group me uh, group chat and she had message in there that she was looking for a roommate. And I was kind of on the fence of, ooh, do I want to live alone? Do I want a roommate? So I ended up rooming with her. Her name's Sierra. I absolutely love her. And we just get along so well. Our personalities mesh really well together. Every night we watch Love Island. We make dinner. And I am just, I just feel like I could cry. Oh my God. I could cry because I just feel like I got really lucky. Some people move away from home and they're constantly homesick and they don't like their new situation. Maybe they have a bad roommate. And I just feel like, wow. I got kind of lucky here. Like all my best friends live in this building and I feel like I got a second chance at college almost because you guys know I lived home for school and I didn't have that many friends and I didn't have like the best, most wild college experience, which is fine. Like not everyone needs that, but I definitely kind of felt left out sometimes. And right now I feel like, wow, I'm kind of getting a little taste of what that could have been like, because again, in my apartment complex are so many of my employees, they're my age and I have Sierra who I live with and yeah, it's super cool. But again, I feel like I'm really lucky in this case. It's not going to be amazing for everyone. I know some of my friends even moved for their job into new cities and they're not loving it right now, but that's okay. Cause you know what the beauty of this life is? If you don't like something, you don't have to stick for it, with it forever. Like, yeah, you signed a year's lease, but after that year, try living somewhere else. You know how many remote jobs there are now? It's so cool, guys. Like, you are not stuck in a job that is really shitty and maybe someone's treating you unwell in the in the job or you just don't feel like you're being compensated enough or you're not valued. You are not stuck there. You're not. You can get a job. DM me. 
I honestly, I feel like I should be like a, a job helper. I could help people like get jobs because I just love job hunting. I love my job right now. Don't get me wrong. Like I literally see myself there for such a long time, but for other people and like for my friends, for my brother too, I just love like job hunting for him. I think it's so much fun. And I just want you to know that you're not stuck. Like you're not meant to be on this earth and be put on this earth to do something that doesn't make you happy. Work is so much of our lives, especially if you're working corporate nine to five, Monday through Friday. You're gonna do some. You're gonna tell me that you're gonna be somewhere and do something that you don't like, that you feel undervalued in, that you feel like this. It's just not the right place for you. No, we're not gonna do that. Okay. I know some people's situations is a lot different, and it's easier said than done. But I would. Like, if you don't like your job, like, start looking elsewhere and start talking to people. Start going on job interviews. Like, look at other things because you are not stuck. I promise. You are not stuck. I don't even know how I got to this. Someone asked about my apartment, and I'm talking about being stuck. Okay, let's go to the next question. Yay. Okay, why am I never hungry before a workout? I work out in the morning. Any breakfast ideas? So we got a two-in-one right here. Why are you never hungry before a workout? Okay, this, like many things in the fitness industry, in fitness and health questions, it depends. I'm going to go over a few scenarios. Maybe you're like me. You wake up at 5 a.m. and you have a snack before uh, dinner, or a snack before you go to bed or some dinner, and you're kind of full when you wake up at 5 a.m. If you are strength training and you're going maybe into a heavy leg day, even an arm day, an upper body day, or if you are strength training, I highly recommend having a little something before. That could be a Rice Krispie treat, some quick carbs. It could be a Twizzler. It could be a half a banana. Any like quick digesting carbs that just give you a little spike of energy, even maybe a little bit of Gatorade could be good, a rice cake. Having that before your workout will make you perform a lot better and be a lot stronger, even if you had uh, food before you went to bed because think about it you probably slept eight hours your body is a little bit depleted of energy you just need to give it that quick fuel source and then after your workout you can replenish with a better more balanced breakfast so that's the 5 a.m okay now if you're waking up at seven eight nine o'clock and you have like a good hour before the gym I would have a good amount of carbs and protein before your workout for me, if I'm waking up around 7 and I'm going to the gym, 8, 8.30, I'm going to have some cream of rice. I'm going to put some protein powder in there, blueberries, like frozen fruit, and some nut butter. I love that for breakfast. You guys know I have that all the time. But if you're waking up a little past then, again, I'm a morning person, so like 7, 8 o'clock is kind of late for me. So adjust these hours to you But because I go to bed at like, what, 9, 10 o'clock. So I'm using this as myself for as an example. But then I'd have something a little bit more hefty, wait about 60 to 120 minutes before you go work out and train so you make sure that you digest. But in that case, that's what I would do. Now, I gave you some breakfast ideas. Again, cream of rice is great. If you're waking up super early, that half banana, Rice Krispie treat, something like that, a quick carb is awesome. And then... For people that like savory things, we love a keep it simple. Like make it easy for yourself. Easy is yummy. Like eggs and toast, spice it up a little. Put some peppers and onions in the eggs. Put some avocado on the toast. Yum. Perfect balanced meal, right? 
Uh, I also have a new chia seed pudding recipe. Love chia seeds on my Instagram. Basically, it's like overnight oats, but you use chia seeds. It's super yummy. You can try that with some Greek yogurt as the protein. And then again, like frozen berries, tastes like candy to me some honey and like nut butter, a great idea for breakfast. But yeah, I would just play around with the different ideas and find something that you really enjoy uh, eating. Like for me, breakfast is, I don't want to think about what I need for breakfast. Like I have so many things to think about in the morning anyways. So having my like autopilot meal that I love makes my life so much easier. Like, okay, I want cream of rice. Boom, done. Didn't have to think about it. No, it's a well-balanced meal. No, it will fuel my workout. So find like those little go-to autopilot meals for the morning. And I think it will be a lot easier for you. Cause like if you wake up and you have the choice, like, oh, what should I eat? I don't know what I want, blah, blah, blah. Oh, let me like order something or, oh, I'll just have an iced coffee. No, like have that autopilot meal where you just like make it, you fuel yourself and then you go work out. If you work out in the morning. Next, oh, this isn't a question, but this person says, love listening to you, feels like we are BFFs. We are BFFs, I love you guys, and I have so much fun having conversations with you over DMs, sending like voice memos. A lot of you guys are my clients too, so I speak to you basically every single day, so I love you, and you guys just make me so happy, and I wake up every day and I'm like, yay, I can't wait to look at my comments, look at my DMs, it just is the highlight of my whole entire day, so thank you for that message, and I appreciate you. Next question is, what is the biggest scam in the fitness industry right now, in your opinion? Okay, I have a few, and I feel like you guys are going to agree with me, but this is for right now, like what I'm seeing right now. I just posted an Instagram on this, and it's any of those workouts that you see on TikTok or Instagram that are like, do this in X amount of days, weeks, months. So it's like, burn belly fat in 10 days with this workout. Like, no, you're not. You're not going to burn belly fat in 10 days with that workout, okay, Karen? Just kidding. It's not Karen. I don't know who Karen is. But anything that says that, like, take this vitamin and you'll lose 15 pounds in three months. I don't know. It's just these bad false promises that people are making in order to have you click their video. And it's really frustrating me because I'm like, no, guys, don't believe that because I know I feel like people are going to spend money on these things. And even like a fat loss pill, like that'll do way more harm than good. Like You don't want to put that in your body. You want to just eat colorful foods 80% of the times and 20% you can go get Krispy Kreme. Speaking of Krispy Kreme, I had it for the first time two weeks ago and it's so good. The hot oven light was on. It's so good. Anyways, you need to just follow a balanced lifestyle and I'm trying to preach this to you guys so many times and I know that a lot of you guys believe it, but it just makes me sad that these creators are putting this stuff out there that can be really bad for like 12 year olds imagine 12 year old julie seeing lose belly fat in 10 days and then trying it and then i don't lose belly fat and then crying and like being so upset and mad at myself and angry because i didn't because the woman online told me that i could and now i just think i'm not good enough because of it like i just don't like those things and that just makes me sad so that's something that i don't like in the fitness industry right now and i think that's Right now, there's such a divide. There's, like, people that are so anti that and people that are so pro that. And it's just, like, the people that are in between who are trying to reach their goals, a lot of them are going to veer to the quick fixes because it's so quick. 
like, oh, who wants to wait three years to get results with a sustainable approach when they can do it in 10 days? You know what I mean? Like, that's probably what they're thinking when they're first getting into it. But it's like, let me save you those 10 days and let's just get into it. Let's find a balance now so then yourself in a few months, years, like 20 plus years when you're a grandma or grandpa and like your little grandbabies are running around so you can run with them and you can be healthy and you can feel energized from the food that you eat and you move your body because you want to and you love it you're not doing it to punish yourself you're not doing it because in 10 days you want to burn this thing off of your body no you are taking this new lifestyle approach because you want to feel good in all the other activities that you do throughout the day. And I feel like that's really what I want to hone in on when I'm creating content. Like, okay, is me making this post, designing this post, lead back to what my overall value I want to provide to my audience is, which is living a healthy, balanced lifestyle and one that you can still have fun and live your life and feel that food and exercise freedom, but still reach your goals and look forward to your workouts, okay? So that's what I believe in, but I feel like some people don't, and it really frustrates me because it's like, who taught you that? I don't want even you to think that because I don't want you to make false promises to yourself as well, even to the creator. Okay, anyways, I got really heated. Next question is, oh no, it's not a question, it's another statement. It says, I want your man as a guest on the show. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say much about this right now because maybe it needs its own episode one day in the future, okay? I don't want to give too many details because it's so fresh and new and I'm, like, happy and, like, you know, living my best life in Florida. But his name's Brett, and right now he's just for me, okay? We can talk about it a little bit later, but that's what I'll give you guys right now and just living my best life, Okay. Next question, been recovering from concussion the last three plus weeks, can't do much including exercise, walking was even impossible in the beginning, tips on giving yourself grace and taking things one day at a time, being patient with myself and healing is so hard, okay, I feel you, I had COVID, I was sick for like three months, didn't go to the gym and it was so hard getting back into it, so I feel you, I've been there, a lot of us have been there, you are not alone, and I understand that this is like something that's hard to deal with. And I got you with some tips, okay? So if you've ever had a time off, like due to illness, even travel, or just like you fell out of your routine, getting back into it is important, but you don't wanna get back into it with the same expectations that you had for yourself three months ago before the illness, before the concussion. You wanna go back and ease into it kind of treat, it's kind of fun. You're a beginner again, okay? You wanna avoid getting even more injured or even more sick by pushing yourself that extra mile when you're jumping back into it. That's why a slow, easy process is, and making modifications is the right approach. So a way to do this, it's definitely easier to have a coach through this all again, because you have someone to support you, a professional that will ease you into it. I help a lot of girls like come back from injuries, ACL injuries, stuff like that. We work with their PTs and do some mobility training prior to just jumping into heavy compound movements and back into their cardio regime. But if you're doing it on your own, I get it. 
because when I was had COVID a few years, or how long now? A few years ago. Wow, that's weird. Like 2020, that's weird. But when I had COVID, I was doing it by myself. So here's what I did. I said, I used to go to the gym six days a week. And when I first got back, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym once this week, okay? And then the next week, and I did a full body workout, and it was the easiest thing in the world. And I think I left after 25 minutes. But you know what? I went. Next week, I'm going to go two times this week and I'm gonna do two full body workouts and I'm gonna stay instead of for 25 minutes for 35 minutes. Boom, ease myself back into that. And the next week, you know what? Three weeks, I can do four weeks. I mean, four days this time. So I went four days that week. I did upper, lower, upper, lower. Again, just a little Instagram workout I found, not a lose this arm fat in 10 days type of workout. It was, I think it was one of Whitney Simmons' workouts. We love her, okay? And I did one of her workouts and I felt good. I felt strong. I made sure to stretch after my workouts. I made sure to eat before my workouts because I needed that extra energy, okay? Took my time warming up took about 10 minutes out of my 45 minutes there to stretch after and recover right and really stripped back the volume. So if I was doing three sets of 12 at maybe 135 pounds of squat, nope, that week I did maybe three sets of 10 with just the bar and I slowly worked my way up and it took time, but I am so happy that I took my time because I was able to build that foundation back up again and within three months, so it took me Let's say you're out for three months. Give yourself at least three months again to get back to where you were. So you're going to reverse that process. Same thing I say to new moms. Like, you took nine months with that baby in your oven, okay? Don't expect to just snap back so quick. Like, give yourself at least nine months to, um, you know, recuperate and get your energy back and start feeling like yourself again. Like, give yourself that nine months of leniency and allow yourself to struggle a little bit when you're getting back and really ease into it. So... That's kind of where I allude to there. And then also just making sure that you're drinking plenty of water, especially with a concussion or when I had COVID. You want to drink water because the more water you drink, the more toxins that leave your body because, you know, you pee all the time when you are drinking a lot of water. So those are some of my quick tips. If you want any further explanation or any more help when it comes to recovering from an injury, getting back into your routine, or you fell off for a little bit, shoot me a DM. You can shoot me a DM on the Strong With Julie podcast Instagram. It's just at Strong With Julie or at JulieXFit, and I will respond to you, and maybe we can look into what your options are or like going forward what a good strategic plan for you could be because I know for me, it's not one size fits all. Like that's just what I did when I was out for three months. It's not exactly what you have to do. Okay. So that was that. Now someone asked what my favorite part about Nashville was. My favorite part about Nashville was day drinking. Okay. (laughs) Bear with me. I'm not a day drink. Actually, you know what? I think I am a day drinker now because I went to bed at 10 o'clock and I woke up on Sunday, not hungover. Anyways, I went to this a lunch spot. I'll have to put it in the caption of this because I forget what it was called, but basically they had bottomless mimosas. I'm not even a mimosa girl. Like if I go to a bar, I'm either getting a skinny margarita or I'm getting a Cosmo or I'm getting like a tequila soda with orange, not orange juice, like a, like a orange peel. Like I'm not a champagne girl, all the bubbles. 
I had like four mimosas, guys, within a four-hour span, and I was off my rockers, and I was just like having so much fun, and after that, it was probably like four o'clock, and we went to downtown Broadway, and we did karaoke, and I sang Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood, and with my friend, her name's Julie too, which is funny, and we had so much fun, and then we rode bulls, and what else? It was just so much fun, like, running down the streets of Nashville, and my friend, Julie, so she went to brunch with us, and then she bartended there, right? So, she bartended at this other bar, which was across Broadway. And after we did karaoke, we looked at the clock and it was so funny. It was like a Cinderella moment. She was like, oh my God, I work in 30 minutes. Like the clock strikes 12, whatever. So we had to run down Broadway and it was just felt like a movie scene, like dodging people and stuff. I don't know. That's just like what I think of Nashville. I think of that memory. So definitely that. And then someone just asked what my main source of income is. I would say my main source of income right now is definitely with Gartner and then also online coaching. That's kind of like an even split. And I haven't been doing many brand deals because I don't know, guys, like brand deals. I love showing you guys what I get and all this stuff, but they're just so complicated. Like they're so exclusive sometimes. Like if I want to use a supplement and I want to try another supplement brand, like, I shouldn't be not allowed to post that and tell you guys that I'm trying that out just because I work with you. Ugh, I don't know, the exclusivity. I mean, I guess I get it. Like, you don't want to just be posting all this random stuff. But, like, even with working with, like, clothing brands, like, I love working with Gymshark because I'm able to, like, wear other brands too. Like, I'm not only going to wear one thing. Like, what if one day I want to pop off in my navigation leggings? You know what I mean? The content creation industry is kind of kooky, but... I am just trying to figure it out as much as everyone else is. It's like really new to me still. I've only been doing this for like, uh, well, I've had my Instagram since 2020, but I've only been really working with brands since like mid 2021. So yeah, just trying to get the best, trying to make the best decisions and be smart about everything. And just really make sure that every time that I'm posting something that I use, I truly use it and I truly love it. And I feel like I've been doing a good job at that lately. So that's that. And yeah, so my main source of income is from Gartner and from online training. And I love it. I love both of them. They're both really rewarding in different ways. I went to school um, for marketing and finance. And it's cool because I'm doing tech sales and I'm able to kind of incorporate a lot of what I learned at school um, in that space. And then when it comes to working as a personal trainer, you guys know I'm a certified personal trainer through American Council of Exercise. And I also have my functional nutrition and metabolism cert. So to be able to put both of my educational backgrounds into things that I do in my day-to-day life, I'm busy, but I love it and it's super rewarding. So that's that. And now someone asked, I am such a people pleaser, how to stop? Okay, you're talking to the queen of people pleasers. And I'm going to say, tell you something that I heard Brittany Lupton say, I think, on one of her YouTube videos. I love her. You guys have to watch her. She's like the best super mama in the world. She said, you can be the juiciest, most amazing tasting, yummiest peach ever in the world. But someone out there doesn't like peaches, okay? So you're not gonna please everyone. You don't have to say yes to everyone. You do not have to put so much pressure on yourself because especially like if you're looking to people please and like have people like you, I feel like that's something that I did always and I was trying to like mold myself into someone that 
someone would like, but someone out there is allergic to peaches, okay? Someone out there just likes apples. Someone out there only likes grapes. And you're a peach and you're a juicy ass peach and you just be your peachy self and you do things that makes you happy and you be friends with people that make you happy and that's all that matters. And if you feel like you have to try to bribe someone and like force them to like you, then who wants that type of person in their life anyways, okay? So we'll keep that short and sweet, but that is what I think when it comes to being a people pleaser. I just took it out of my mind that I have to please everyone and said, you know what, Julie, you know who you have to please today? You have to please yourself. What would make you happy in this moment right now? And stopping before I say yes to something or yes to an obligation or yes to helping someone do something. Like, yes, it's good to help people, but like, what will make me feel good right now? And yeah, I love like helping. I love helping people. I love volunteering. I love doing this. I love doing that, but not for the sake of my own happiness. Like if I'm super busy one day and someone asks like, hey, Julie, can you cover my shift? Hey, Julie, can you do this like today? But I'm super busy and I know that I have that boundary up right now. Like I'm busy. I want to get this done I told myself I would get this done for me I'm gonna have to say no and let some people down okay and you can do the same because you're a juicy ass peach okay next question is I heard creatine makes you bloated and retain water is this true should I take it okay so many creatine questions so yes creatine does increase water retention but in order for creatine to cause bloating that water retention would have to be uh, under the skin, but it's not. The water retention that happens from creatine is inside of your cells. It's intracellular. So creatine pulls water into the actual muscle cell, okay, itself. So that has little to no effect on subcutaneous water retention, okay? So that means under the skin. So it will not make you bloated. If anything, creatine will cause your muscles to appear harder, okay, and more defined. So what does creatine actually do? It enhances the body's usage of the ATP energy molecule found in your cells. So it amps up your gym performance by allowing you to lift more weight for your reps. So as a result, you build more muscle. When you have more muscle, your metabolism works faster, you can eat more calories, and you're building lean muscle a lot faster. So the research confirms that over and over and over again, the direct positive effects of creatine on gym performance and muscle growth is so true and so real that I think everyone should be taking creatine honestly it will not make you bloated the only thing that will make you bloated is well obviously a bunch of things if you have like gut issues okay if you have intolerance to something but you can get bloated maybe on creatine if you're not drinking enough water but you should be drinking enough water anyways especially if you're someone that's taking creatine and you care because people that take creatine they care about their health they care about building muscle they care about being lean they care about not lean they care about building lean muscle to like you know be the foundation for their body and be able to like lift things carry their groceries carry their kids whatever so you care about that already you should also care about how much water you're drinking anyways let's go to the next question we have two left okay so someone asked can i still drink alcohol during a calorie deficit Yes. However, I'm going to say alcohol is empty calories. You guys know I drink. Okay. I drink socially. I drink probably like once a week. And do I love it? Do I love the way it makes me feel? No, but I don't go overboard. I make sure to have water. I treat the recovery process very nicely. And I feel like I found a good balance. Like obviously some nights I'm only 22 years old. I 
have a few more than I should. Someone hands me a green tea shot. I'm not going to say no, okay? Anyways, empty calories you're consuming. If you're if you have strict goals, like I don't have like a strict body goal right now. Like I'm very comfortable where my body is. Like I love myself, whatever. If you have a very goal, strict goal, like okay, I want to lose X amount of weight and to be healthy in the healthy body fat percentage, consuming alcohol is not going to make it any easier to get there. So they're empty calories you're consuming and you have to work that into your daily deficit. So you, so you're eating less of the amount of food that you can eat in your deficit. So it also decreases your inhibition. So basically your ability to make the decision of like, even like your willpower, if you're you're probably going to drink more and eat more because your inhibition is lowering. So you're more likely to like say yes if someone offers you that green tea shot, okay? Julie, when she's a little drunk, loves a good green tea shot and she loves some popcorn after a night out, okay? And my drunk snack is popcorn and waffles. We love an empty carb over here. (laughs) The Vans gluten-free blueberry waffles are so good. Like I'll have them if I come home a little drunky, I'll have like two waffles and I'll have them plain and they just soak the alcohol right back up and I drink a lot of water and I wake up the next morning chilling, not like usually not too hungover. So that's good. So definitely impacts the next, it could impact the next day negatively and making your recovery harder, your energy expenditure a little lower. You're probably going to be a little couch potato the day after drinking, maybe if you had too much. So that all in end could cause losing fat to be harder. Just things to take into account. And maybe you're just a little bit more strategic of when you drink and you're not drinking seven days a week, or maybe even like once every like three weeks or only when there's special occasions. So just keep that in mind. The last question we have here is how to balance a nine to five and working out. Guys, this is something that I've had to deal with for the past three months and get into the routine of it. So I have six tips for you, okay? Number one is having a morning exercise routine, getting it done before the world wakes up, before your boss tells you you have to do something, before you know the kids wake up and they're not feeling well, or before any other external excuse that could happen. Just do it before, okay? Do it before everyone wakes up. I wake up at 5 a.m. and I get my workout done before I even look at my phone and my emails because what if I see an email or a message that's like, oh, you have to do this, 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 and this, but it's not, you know, obviously I check to see if there's any emergencies, but if it's not anything that is time bound that I have to do at 5 a.m., which you shouldn't have to do if you're working a nine to five, okay, because, you know, work-life balance here, Um, then I get my workout done beforehand, and you should do the same. Next is move more at work, work from home. You can consider getting a treadmill desk, okay, standing desk to stand up more. Maybe if you have, like, 10-minute breaks between calls, you go on a little walk. If you work in the office, you can park further away to get some steps in. I know I do this in the grocery store sometimes. I'll, like, if I see that I have a lot more steps for the day, I'll be, like, the last car parked at the parking lot. You can take, again, walking breaks or, like, set up a challenge with your coworkers of, like, who can get the most steps that day. You can do, like, bathroom break stretches to just keep your bodies limp and moving, little things like that, just moving more, okay? Nightly walks have become a new routine for me, so I'll either do, like, a 
10 to 30 minute outdoor walk to just allow myself to decompress after work and clear my head and get work out of my head and kind of just think about, okay, let's start winding down, getting relaxed and calm. How did my day go? Check in with myself. Sometimes I even go to my apartment gym after work again and I'll walk on the treadmill and I'll read my book. So that's something that's really nice. It's kind of like, okay, I can get my steps in, but I could also read my book. It's passive multitasking. Number four, similar to the challenge, having an accountability partner. Finding someone that's going to hold you accountable on the days that you don't want to do something, you don't want to show up for you. That can be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your best friend, your roommate, your cousin, your neighbor. Someone is going to be there. It could be me. You can DM me and I will text you every single morning and I'm going to be like, get your up and go to the gym because you told me you were gonna go to the gym last night okay stop hitting snooze because when you hit snooze you already you're starting your day with a broken promise that promise you made for, to yourself the night before that you're gonna wake up at 5 30 you woke up and you started your day on a broken promise what a bad way to start your day we don't want to start our days with a broken promise okay keep that promise yourself wake up when you told yourself you're gonna wake up get your booty to the gym before the world wakes up Work out, okay? Move your body throughout the day. And at the end of the day, you can do a 10-minute walk. I know you can, okay? You can do a 10-minute walk. You are looking at my Instagram, liking my posts, whatever, commenting. I love you for that. I appreciate you so much. It literally warms my heart every time someone even takes a little bit of time out of their day to leave me a nice message or tell me that something has helped them. Again, not taking away from that. But if you have time to scroll on social media, you have time for a 10-minute walk, okay? Okay, I'm just checking you right now. You can like my post while you're on your 10-minute post-work walk. Okay, that's number four, I think. Yeah. Number five is on Sunday, I kind of check in with my schedule for my work week. And then I will schedule in my workouts in a cute color. Okay, like purple maybe. I love purple. And those purple workouts that I schedule into my day, whether it's like, oh, on that day I know I have to wake up a little later because I have something going on at night, whatever, and I want to get my full hours of sleep, so I'm going to work out during my hour lunch break. It's purple. That is a non-negotiable meeting that I must go to. It's purple. I will not miss my purple meetings. There are doctor's appointments. There are health appointments that are saving me from future health appointments that I will have to go to if I don't work out, move my body, and eat healthy and be healthy right now. You use your workouts as non-negotiable health appointments if you need to. And pretty soon, you're going to wake up and you're going to look forward to them and it's just going to be a part of your routine. Jeez, this is such a tough love. I don't know what kind of mood I'm in right now, but you guys are getting some tough love jewelry right now. I kind of love it. Anyways, last but not least, join the 75 Soft Challenge if you need a kickstart to your journey. 75 Soft Challenge is something that I kind of saw on Pinterest, Pinterest and took my own take on it. You're reading 10 pages a day of the book, so you're exercising your mind. You're hitting your step goal, mine's 10,000. You're following a workout program. So I have two rest days in my workout program. We're not 75 hard over here doing two workouts, one outside every single day for 75 days straight. No, that is unsustainable for me and probably for you too. We're doing a workout program. If you need a workout program, you guys know where you can find it on my website, juliexfit.com. I'm following a five days or yeah, five day split right now. So I have two rest days. You're eating healthy 80% of the time, 20% of the time you're having those soul foods, Krispy Kreme. I'm obsessed with it. I want it like every single day. I think it's going to be like a Sunday thing. Go to church and then get some Krispy Kreme. It could be super fun. And then what else do we have to do? Um, 
So we're walking, we're reading, we're eating healthy, we're working out. And the last thing is drinking a gallon of water a day. I don't know, I almost forgot that. Guys, you have to drink our water and you have to measure it because what gets measured gets managed. So join the 75 soft challenge if you need to. I love you guys so much. I am so happy that I did this podcast today. It was almost a little therapeutic for me to just sit down and talk to you. And when I close my eyes, I just picture us all in a room together. One day we can definitely do that. And I just appreciate you so much. And thank you for sticking around my journey. And I know that there's been lots of ups and downs and there's going to be so many more updates, you guys. Like this is just me getting a little bit more into it. But yeah, if you have any other questions that you want me to answer, because you know, after this episode, we'll definitely have like some more focused episodes coming up. Like for next week, I have one planned already, and it's on one specific topic, health and fitness focused. And on those days, we'll have the question of the week. So if you guys send me in questions, I'll definitely make sure to answer them on those podcasts as well, even if it's just even if it's not a Q and A specific that week. But yeah. I love you, and I hope you have a great day. Please don't forget to like, rate, and review this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you are listening to it, and I will talk to you guys next week. 